Supercharge Your Business, the podcast that supports you to grow your business, take action and have more freedom. I'm your host, Nicole Louise Weiner, business coach, mentor and strategist, and I'll be sharing with you pitfalls, challenges and growth tips, as well as actionable insights and the truth behind business success. So make sure you listen all the way through. Welcome to episode 55 of the podcast. It's been a year. It's been a whole year, a whole 12 months since this podcast launched. And I cannot actually believe that I have stayed consistent enough to release an episode to you every single week for a whole bloody year. So today I'm celebrating that with you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. As you know, if you can leave reviews and tell people about this, it means that it reaches more people. And that's what this is all about, right? This is all about being able to get and help as many people as possible. As I know it can be really difficult to make decisions about who to invest in, about what steps you need to take in your business. And I hope this gives you lots of inspiration and ideas and support in that. I get so much feedback from you in my messages, in my emails, saying thank you so much for the episodes that you create. So if you are grateful for being here as well, I would love it if you could leave a review over on Apple and rate us over on Spotify, whatever you listen to your podcast, so that this reaches more people. Today, we're looking at a year in review. So last week, we were talking about setting intentions for the year. And I know that sometimes this can feel a bit tricky if you don't know what to assess, what to look at, what's worked, what hasn't, like kind of what metrics that you're looking at. So today, I'm going to be talking all about kind of like my year in review based on like 2023 and how it went and then what I'm kind of taking forward into this year as well to hopefully give you some inspiration and some help and some support. If this is something that you would like help with when you're looking at how things have gone, if you want accountability, if you need eyes on it because you're not really sure how it all fits together, my, my mastermind starts next week. We've run seven cohorts of this. It's been running since 2020. It's a small group of people who get together, who are business owners, who are like-minded, just like you, who are on the similar journeys, but not necessarily the same journey. And it's a mastermind in its purest sense. There's no agenda. There's no framework. There's no set modules that you take or themes that you have to look at. It's very much based on where you are at and what you need. Obviously having support from me, you're investing in me. I know a lot of people who run masterminds don't even show up. The hosts don't even show up. <laughs> a lot of feedback about that, which is icky to me, but you're investing in my support. So I'm obviously there to support you. I have zero expectation of you to support the others. If you are busy already, people who come into my masterminds already have businesses. They already have busy lives. It's not, that's not an expectation from me. However, it does tend to happen anyway, because you're all like-minded people. And I put those groups together really carefully. I curate them. So if you would like support from me for the next three months think about where you could be in may june time this year celebrating going into h2 even stronger then have a look at the link in the show notes book a call with me let's have a chat and i would absolutely love to be in your back pocket as your mentor and your guide for the next three months let's have a look at the year in review so the first thing that i want to have a look at and these things may be things you can look at as well and write down in terms of as long as you're safe to write it down a lot of people listen while they're driving please don't write it down if you're driving unless someone else is driving and you're in the passenger seat the things that i look at when it comes to kind of how the year has gone and then what I'd like to continue, do more of, grow of, change, throw away, never do again. The first thing is time. So for me, last year was a really interesting year. So I was traveling a lot backwards and forwards between two places and my time was quite, felt quite limited and pushed. However, I was still able to be really boundaried working four days a week. So having two half days off every week, I take off a Wednesday morning and Friday afternoon generally. Sometimes that moves around if I've got a workshop or if I've got an experience that I'm running or a retreat that I've done like my one in November the next one's this November we're only running one this year in terms of time it's for me it's about being really proud of myself and championing the fact that I was much more consistent with taking off that time and the reason that's important for me is because not just because of my 
ADHD brain, but also just because I love what I do. I'm very deeply invested in my clients. So it can take up a lot of my thinking time as well as my time actually being with the client, you know, and actually doing the things and working on the business and doing all the business development stuff behind the scenes. So for me, being able to be like, okay, I consistently worked four days a week. It wasn't every single week, don't get me wrong, but I also took more holidays and time off than I ever have before in the whole, you know, five, six years that I've been running my business. It's, it's, it's six years this week, but it, you know, I want to celebrate that. That's something that's worked really well for me in terms of looking at my year in review. The time that I've been spending with clients is also less, but more quality time. So I'm working with less people, which is I'm going to come onto, onto it later in this episode as well. And that's one thing to have a look at. So have a think about if you're looking at this, what your time, how you spent your time last year and what you would like to be different for this year. For me, it's definitely going to be more of that still four days a week, maybe sometimes a little bit less and also taking, I think it's about 10, 11 weeks off I've got off this year. So I take a week off on my birthday. I take a week off, uh, three weeks off for Christmas. I take off three weeks in summer. And then we've got obviously Easter and the other times as well. So I want you to think about that for you in terms of how it went last year and how you'd like it to be this year. The second thing is around income. So I mentioned this in the last episode, but my income has grown by 60%, had had grown by 60% year on year, like January to December last year. So when I'm looking at that year in review and how it went, that's amazing. And it's phenomenal. It's a fast growth. It's, it's, it's quick. It's not what most people, achieve and I want to be proud of that as well that's amazing to celebrate but it feels a bit strange and a bit scary really I didn't I kind of knew but I didn't until I looked at my figures properly so if you don't have a way to kind of track your numbers and then start to do that because this is where you can really be like okay you feel stuck maybe some other things didn't happen I've got loads of brain worms and things that have been going on in my head I've had a quiz that I want to create I've had a planner that I want to bring out I've had other things that I want to be doing but and, and, and I felt like I wasn't doing because we can always focus on those things that haven't gone well but when you can look at this you're running a business Okay, so you need to be earning money, you need to be taking money in terms of sales, but you also need to be paying yourself well. And for me, both of those things last year in terms of my income and my and the money there was much higher than it has been in the last in the five years before that. And that's something definitely to celebrate and to look at what that then means for this year and kind of what I want that growth to look like. And it's going to be about the same. The third thing, so first two things, number one is time, number two is income, number three is about your clients. So when I look back at, and actually for this one, I was probably comparing my clients from 2023, compared to my clients in the years before that. And there's been a massive upgrade in the kinds of people that I'm working with, which is really exciting because I felt like before that, I was working with a lot of people who were coming to me really stuck, not knowing what to do, not being willing or open to take the advice. There was a lot of resistance from people. But last year, the kinds of people that were coming and were saying to me, Nicole, I'm ready. I've tried this before. I know that I might face a bit of resistance. But when I do, I know you've got me and I know it's safe. That is where the magic happens with the people that I work with. And last year, when I look at the types of clients I was working with, they were already established businesses. They were already people who have been trying this for a while. It wasn't the newer people. If you're here and you're listening and you're newer, absolutely fine. There's other things I can do where you've got my course, you've got some masterclasses you can take, come into my membership. But in terms of my masterminds, my one-to-one, my retreats, those clients were the kinds of people that I can make a really big impact to because you've already been doing things for a while. And then it's about how you can simplify, how you can scale and you can grow. So when I look at, you know, what those clients, who those clients were, the kinds of businesses that they had, the kinds of places that they'd been, the kinds of values that they have, the kinds of goals that they want to achieve. Last year was a massive upgrade, a huge upgrade in the clients that I'm working with as well. So they're the first three things. I've got another four for you. Just trying to read my list. So the fourth one is around audience. So for me, I'm looking at my stats, right? So we have grown by 40%. The audience has grown by 40% 
year on year last year. And there is no coincidence that there that also my income has grown that much and that I'm working with that many, like, you know, 60% less clients, as I said in the last episode. So my income's grown by 60%. I'm working with 60% less clients and my audience has grown by 40%. No, so sorry, it hasn't. That's a lie. It's doubled, right? It's doubled. So I I want you to think about the correlation between this business development stuff you're doing to get yourself in front of more people, as well as the things that you're doing to deliver. Because it isn't just about if you want to grow, if you want to grow, if you want to have groups, a lot of people come to me, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm working with one-to-one clients, but I need to be working with groups. I need to scale my time. I realize there's an income ceiling on that. Some people just, you know, still want to work one-to-one. They want to grow their packages, make, make maybe look, make them look a bit different, be able to charge more for them so they can work less hours. I want you to think about the correlation this has to your audience because you need people at the top of your pipeline to be able to sell to them at the bottom of your pipeline, right? To bring them through the funnel and to and to nurture them and to have them pay you money. Like that's why you're doing this. You're running a business. You're not running a hobby. It's not about, you know, vanity metrics. And I see this all the time with influencer marketing, which makes me feel quite sick and gross because I hate it really. Um, it's, it's an interesting industry, isn't it? But it's definitely not for me where you've got like huge audiences and then they're not re- they're not able to sell the things that make the money. And, 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 and that's not what we want here. We don't want the vanity of like big audiences with nobody buying. You want a quality audience. And one of the things that one of my clients said to me last year was, you know, Nicole, for you, you know, it wasn't a client. It was a peer of mine. I went on, we went on a walk, a Christmas walk. And she said, you know, your audience on LinkedIn is incredible. They're so engaged in the quality and richness of the conversation that you build there. That hasn't happened by accident. That's happened by putting effort into that. And for your audience specifically, I want you to think about this phrase here, right? What you focus on expands. What you focus on expands. So for me, I focus on LinkedIn and I don't focus on Instagram. You look at my Instagram, there's about 1,500 followers there. On on LinkedIn, we're at like 17K over that, right? So I put most of my effort into that, which is why that grows. And for your audience, I want you to focus on where your clients are. Where are your clients likely to be? And focus there instead. A lot of people find LinkedIn quite scary and it's something that I help people with. So if you want help with that, you know where I am. But audience, for me, in terms of my year in review, has been brilliant. And and not just in terms of the numbers, but also in terms of the kinds of conversations. I've had so many more messages from people saying how useful they find the podcast or how much my posts resonate with them or the things that I'm sharing or talking about or that they've heard me on a podcast, someone else's podcast or a stage or something like that. And they're like, God, Nicole, like the things you've been through, the way where you are now, like, this is amazing. So I want you to think about that for you as well. As I talk about that in terms of where you've been and, and, and that sort of thing personally as well. Last year for me, if I look back at it, it's also about resilience, the personal growth. So if I look at my year in review in terms of my business, that's definitely been impacted by the way I've grown myself as well in terms of my resilience, my confidence, my vulnerability. I have huge issues sometimes with vulnerability. I find it really difficult. I have like what my one of my friends was saying to me is like controlled vulnerability. It's It feels quite scary. Brené Brown's obviously great for this, but I, I have a lot of vulnerability hangovers as well. So I want to share and I'm really open. But then when I do, I, I feel like I can retract and I kind of I can get ill sometimes. I need to put myself to bed. But in terms of working on myself, it's meant that I can do more of that and I can help more people and I can share more things that are really going to help to shift things for people, not just in their businesses, but also in their lives. And that's what I'm here about as a coach, as well as a mentor and a guide, right? So I want to celebrate that for myself as well, really, and say, you know, I have worked on myself. And if I look at the correlation that's had to my business growth, it's non, you know, we can't ignore that. The last three things, or there's, I've just added another one in there, but the the last things are support. So I am a bit of a control freak. Bless my VA. She's worked with me for three years and she knows this about me. Uh, But I have really last year started to hand more stuff over, which I found really hard. And I know I help other people with this, right? My first business was a VA business 
business. And that's what I was doing. I was running back end ops. I had a team. I had an agent, you know, team working for me as well. So there was they were also helping my clients. And and despite that, I can still find it quite hard. And the reason I find it quite hard, and I think this is the same for lots of lots of you, is because I can do it all myself. I know the tech. I understand how to do it. I understand the accounts and the bookkeeping. I understand the editing of the podcast. I understand how to create and do and 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 all of the other things. But actually, when I look at it in terms of my time related to the first point, the reason that I've been able to be consistent in terms of working this is because I've outsourced more. And that is a game changer. There's stuff that I could spend hours and hours and hours on that maybe I enjoy, maybe that I don't, where actually if I just gave it to somebody else, it means that I can if I can I can be working with a client in that time and earning more money, or I could be resting, or I could be working on the business, or I could be doing whatever else it is that I want to be doing. But if you're at a point where you're like, oh, I know I need help. Maybe you're fully booked with one-to-one clients, but you're you're and you're looking to work with groups, or you've started to work with groups and you're finding it all overwhelming about all of the things that you need to do, and you're already earning good money, think about what you can outsource, think about what you can give to a VA. And a lot of people who come into my mastermind say to me, This is what I want you to help with. I need to scope this out. I need to understand how to hire, which I help you to do as a freelancer or as an employee. And then also think about what kind of tasks it is they're going to do, how you can manage that going forward, what that means you can do with the rest of your time in terms of your business development, working on your business, scaling your time, creating more offers, being more creative. It's about the brain space. And I woke up, you know, the week before Christmas, I I woke up and I just handed a load more stuff over to my VA then as well. And I was like, oh my God, you know, I feel calmer. I feel much more in control. I feel more excited. I feel more creative. I've got more ideas. And, And if you're not already, think about how you can start to outsource. And of course, if you want help, you know where I am. The last two things, marketing. My message has changed. If I look back at kind of what I was sharing in 2022 and then what I've been sharing in 2023 when I look at my, you know, the last year, it's totally different. And this kind of comes back to that personal development stuff, I guess, around vulnerability. It comes back to time and being able to do more of it. It comes back to being able to work with different clients, growing the audience. It's all kind of related to that marketing piece. And I've had more time and energy to put into the marketing because of everything else, right? So this is a big thing for me because I'm not a marketer. I did not, I've not studied marketing. I worked in I worked in marketing, but not as a marketer when I was in HSBC. So I was in the department and I heard it and I saw it, but I wasn't really doing the doing. So everything that I've learned is self-taught, which surprises a lot of people actually, because a lot of people come to me for help with their marketing for their businesses as well. But I want you to think about how you can create more time for the marketing, because as much as the audience growth is really important, the marketing, the nurturing, you know, that buying cycle I was talking about a couple of episodes ago is really, really important to bring the right people in. So if you're looking at upgrading your client base, starting with a new niche, getting yourself out there more, being more visible, really, this is about your marketing. So the the last thing that I want to talk about is actually one that I find a bit icky to talk about sometimes, but I'm going to because I think it will help you is in terms of where I've invested in terms of my business growth. So I made some really big investments this year into my mentor, my coach, into support, into masterminds, into other places to be more inspired, to be in the right rooms with the right people to be inspired, which is why you're going to see a lot of change for me this year in terms of what I'm going to be focusing on, because I've been pushed in a good way to go outside my comfort zone, which I don't always like to do. But those investments that you're making, whether that's you're thinking about working with me, whether you're thinking about working with somebody else, maybe it's about outsourcing first for you, like whatever that is, I want you to think about it like this. What are you going to gain? What are you going to gain now from investing in your business? And what are you going to gain long term? One of my clients said to me at the end of last year, Nicole, like she sent me this message on a Sunday morning. It was so beautiful. She was like, because of all of the things that you've taught me, I've been able to go from these kind of like feast and 
famine income months to invoicing over £16,000 just in Q4. This is this is the thing. We can all expect like instant results and like quick, we want it now, we're impatient and I understand. But for me, I think about where can I take these skills? You know, I've been working with my coach on and off for three years and, and the things that we were talking about maybe, you know, in 2020, I'm still using now. So it's not just about thinking where you're going to get today. This is about building the foundations, making them more solid so that the growth in the scale is easier, better, more brave, more big, you know, bigger, but not with doing loads more, if that makes sense. I want you to think about this when it comes to investments, because for me, the investments that I was making in terms of my time and also my money last year felt really scary. And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this. But actually, I was and it's exactly what I needed. And for me, that's kind of like a growth moment to be like, okay, I was I felt scared. I felt worried. What can I learn from that? When I've done this before, what's happened? and kind of like what does this teach me and for me it's all about what am I going to gain now and what am I also going to gain in the future is this person is this thing is this thing that I'm going to this course that I'm going to take this person I'm going to invest in this mastermind that I want to do for example like is it going to help me to bridge the gap that I have where am I now where do I want to be what's that gap and think about that so I'm going to repeat that list just in case you want to write it down or if as I always say if as long as you're not driving and to think about your year in review and if you would like support from me in terms of making 2024 that year that you really want it to be the way that you need it to be the year you've been waiting for then reach out let's have a chat my mastermind starts next week and I would absolutely love to support you and have you in all of the details for that are in the show notes we're working together for three months which means that by the summer your business is going to be in a much better and stronger place not just for the next three months but also beyond that as well so the things that we've talked about today to recap in terms of the year in review for me is time income clients audience and that definitely being related to all of the other things as well in terms of the growth but the quality there support on outsourcing personal development marketing and the investments that you're making to give you a little list to go away and look at and think about and as I said if you would like support to grow your business to scale your income to be working less hours reach out let's have a chat and I would love to support you thanks for listening to the supercharge your business podcast before I go I would love you to leave me a review to celebrate our one-year anniversary of running this podcast over on Apple over on Spotify or wherever you listen as this means that it reaches more people I've loved having you I've loved sharing what I've shared with you today and I will see you in the next episode bye for now